I really enjoy New Year's resolutions. I resolve to be more funny and to have better jokes, which I mean, is pretty high standard I've already set for everyone and for myself specifically, so, so. Okay, okay. Well, in our coming up episode, we're gonna learn who actually sets the bar and that it's not us. Uh, it's not even us who makes the change. Welcome to the Bible Story Podcast. My name is John Rabert. My friend is Brayden. Pohowicz. <laughs> Brayden Pohowicz. Hey. Um, and we just have to set one thing straight is we're not, we're recording this on the same day we recorded the last, or the second. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Brayden's been sick for the last four weeks, as you can tell. And so no. he's still in his house. It's been two consecutive days and I better feel better tomorrow. Yeah. Better feel better, hopefully. So, um, but we are excited to have you all here. We do have a few quick announcements, which are... Yes, we have some announcements. Uh, staff applications for anybody wanting to come our way this summer at Covenant Bay Bible Camp. Uh, yep. We would love to work with you. And so you can visit our site, covenantbay.ca, and apply to be a staff person this summer. Love to have yeah, you. Yeah, Basically, anyone who has graduated and up uh, and a few other exceptions in there, but all of the information, all of the open uh, applications are online. Mm -hmm. And we have camper registration starting February 1st. So like that's like three, week, three weeks from the day this airs. We are soaked. We are preparing a place for you. Um, it's going to be awesome. We have a lot of kind of fun things to add and some small changes that are happening. And I think it's going to be a great summer. Hopefully the weather is amazing. It's going to be amazing uh, regardless of the weather because we are, we're preparing a place for you to join us and to learn about God and spend time yeah. with God. So it's going to be an awesome summer. All right, jumping into our background, we are in our second week of Galatians and we're reading in today Galatians chapter 1 verses 11 to 24. And now would be a good time to stop and pause uh, and read this, that section of scripture so you know what we're talking about today. So <laughs> Paul is the author of Galatians. And yes. Galatians, I got to say, it's a bit of a rebuke from Paul to a bunch of churches in that area. And it doesn't just give you a bunch of warm and fuzzy feelings. Yeah, he is pretty like... Uh passionate or fiery maybe even a little like hot-headed in a in a yeah kind of uh he's very strong-willed or strong-worded yeah, yeah um, he is which i think is is kind of the feel at least in the last in the last you know 24 verses of this chapter um or the first 24 verses what we've read um and so really we get into kind of paul sharing some of his own heart some of his own transformation um and we see that he's kind of been this fiery persona this whole time, but actually just now God is using it very differently. Mm -hmm. and, and he's writing to a bunch of churches in an area known as Galatia. And so you can keep that. Bless you. You're welcome. <laughs> I'm so confused. Because <laughs> it sounds like you said Galatia. Galatia. I sneezed. You, You're the you one who's sick. You uh, can take that part out. <laughs> So he's writing to a bunch of churches in Galatia, and mm -hmm. he's, he's really quite concerned for them. 
Now, Paul is also sharing about his personal journey with Christ. Mm-hmm. Correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so he's like kind of writing. I mean, he wrote the first, you know, 10 verses as a pretty strong rebuke or maybe uh, correction almost. And now we kind of see him maybe backing up or giving evidence as to like why he has the, you know, quote unquote, right to say these things. Mm. He's, he's bringing it from a personal perspective and saying like, my life has been transformed in this way. And so yours can be too. Or it's like, it's not just me making these things up. This is the backing that I have in order to be able to say these things. Yeah. So he goes into this and, and there's a bit of deal, detail that he says, and I think it's worth reading. So let me read uh, verses 13 and 14 from Galatians chapter one. Sounds good. It says, it says this, uh, for you have heard of my previous way of life in Judaism, how intensely I persecuted the church of God and tried to destroy it. I was mm. advancing in Judaism beyond many of my own age among my people and was extremely zealous for the traditions of my fathers. So we, yeah. get, we get the idea that he is just, he is head and shoulders on the, above his class, so to speak, above mm-hmm. his peers as far as where he's at in his Judea, Judaism, uh, his faith. Uh, so quite interesting. Yeah, I mean, and part of that too is he's saying that he was, the. I think the idea of him being so far along in his Judaism is that he knew the law so well that he was persecuting people who weren't following it. Yeah, that's right. That he could hold them to, he could hold them accountable better than anyone else. And that's what he was doing and which led him to persecute Christians or new believers prior to him coming to the faith in a really harsh and actually brutal way. Yeah. You know, there's actually one story in, in Acts where he is standing, um, giving his approval of a, hmm. of, a, of a crowd, to a crowd that is stoning a man named Stephen, who was a young Christian, and um, he was dying for his faith. Um, yeah. Because of it. And when I mean stoning, I mean they were throwing rocks at this person until he was dead, which is yeah. pretty crazy. And so this is Paul. And so when he says, says uh, intensely persecuted the church, uh, he means it. It was yeah. intense, as intense as you yeah. could get. And so now, you know, it's kind of interesting as we read forward and kind of read, the, you know, through Galatians, we see how different Paul is now versus the man that he is describing um, Mm. or, you know, himself, but his previous self Um, and, and just how different he is and even how that's allowed him to understand the people that he's writing to a lot better. Yeah. And what's interesting is we still see a fiery, passionate man. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, he's, he's no longer this person who persecutes the church. He's now, found new life in Christ, but he is, he is a person who is um, passionate about helping people understand mm-hmm. who God is and follow him with integrity. And so mm-hmm. uh, even in this book, you see him ha- get to 
pull out this fiery, passionate side of himself um, saying, hey, you guys aren't following Jesus correctly or, or, or with a whole heart, uh, a pure heart. And so mm-hmm. he's getting, he's getting um, quite animated in this, in this letter. Yeah, which I love because it shows like that's how God created him to be. He created him to be probably quite, you know, charismatic in the way that he spoke to people. Very, you know, um, he can relate to people based on how he writes or how he talks to them. He obviously had great kind of influence in in the way that he would sway people one way or the other. Um, and, And so we see the negative impacts of that prior to his you know, revelation prior to his change or faith. And now we see the really positive impacts on that. And I, I just, I appreciate that because it shows like our, how we're created and given certain gifts by God and how we, we have kind of two ways of, of using them. Yeah. For, for, our, for, for good or evil. Um, yeah. Yeah. Really. And that's exactly. Really, and go ahead. I was just going to say, and then, and, and the really cool thing is then Paul, attributes this whole transformation and all of this good that he's saying well it's not from me it is solely from god all of the good that is coming from this um and the reason even that i'm you know writing this letter the reason that i'm saying these things is because of how god has transformed my life and he wants to pass that on that's really cool so god called paul out of um his time of of working against himself mm-hmm. working against God and he called him into a relationship with himself and mm-hmm. transformed his life into a, into a new life. And that was a very dramatic um, moment for Paul. I mean, Paul went blind mm-hmm. for three days in his um, story about uh, converting uh, to Christianity, mm-hmm. but our story may not be quite that dramatic. In fact, my yeah. story isn't that dramatic. But the transformation of what my life um, is today compared to what it would be without Christ is just mm-hmm. as transformative or just as dramatic in that light. And yeah, I think God calls all of us to, to enter a relationship with himself just as he called Paul. Yeah, I, I agree. I think uh, a mental image I have is often of like Paul kind of you know, down a road, if you think of that as his like lifetime or past or whatever. Um, and, and really riddled with like destruction and broken relationships and rubble and I mean, horrible things, you yeah. know? And so we can all turn around and look on our past and it is probably not littered with the same things that Paul's was, but it's our, our lives before Jesus and after Jesus look very starkly different. Um, often comparing the future or our path with Jesus is much more lush and lively and joy-filled. Um, and so we can be like so grateful for that transformation that really happens yeah. in spite of all of that stuff that is behind us. That's so good. So there are a few things that I think we can learn. This is a pretty yeah. straightforward story, uh, part of the story, part of this letter. Yeah. But I think it's... it's <clears throat> It's got maybe some of the, the most weighty things that we can learn within this whole book. Um, yeah. So what, do you, what are your thoughts on that? I, I agree. I think it's really a short passage. Uh, Paul 
is kind of just sharing about himself, but there's like some massive, um, almost like repercussions of, of that, of what is sharing. And so I think to sum it up plainly is that true transformation is through Christ mm. period. That's, yeah. that is, you know, it, Paul is a testament to that. He's speaking to people who have already experienced that and he's actually urging them to go back to that way. Um, and, and we, you and I have seen it time and time again through camp. And so we know that the, that true transformation comes through Christ and only through Christ. Yeah. And, and Paul had a dramatic experience with Christ, but um, we also can experience Christ through God's teaching, through his mm -hmm. word, uh, through the Holy Spirit, and, right. and be changed in, in some magnificent ways as a result, mm -hmm. um, becoming more and more like God himself. Mm -hmm. And in this passage, Paul kind of speaks of, um, he doesn't say it exactly in these words, necessarily like responding to, but he talks about God's call on his life that was different yeah. than his previous call. And we are all actually called to the same thing. We're all called um, to live a godly life and to yeah. walk in transformation through Christ. And so that's, that's not these things that happen all at once. It's often you know, maybe less dramatic or less cinematic in some ways, yeah. you know, or fantasyful, but, but it's, it's one step at a time, one conversation that we have a moment with a mentor time with friends, time with family, people who hold us accountable to that other call. And those things is how we take one step at a time. And eventually that transformation is this big, um, I mean, lifelong process. And I think it's wise for us to, to do what Paul has done here in this, in this passage, acknowledging his past. I think it's important mm. for us to acknowledge our past, or at least what our life would be like without mm -hmm. Christ. Mm -hmm. And I think yeah. that's really important for us to think, think on, reflect on, and say, what would life be like without mm. Christ? What was my life like um, maybe before I knew Christ? And... Yeah. And then give God glory, um, credit for all the good, positive change that has come mm. about as a result. I like that. And, and uh, a tip, maybe not a tip, I don't know. Um, but this idea of not sitting in that, in that broken space, right, of, of saying, oh, well, it could have been so bad. That's not where we're asking you to stay. It's just an acknowledgement of that. And then actually saying, well, you know, I give God the God, the glory for all that has happened, all of the good that has happened. And so actually turning that maybe, I mean, rather uh, heavy thought of saying like, what would my life be without God? But then saying, let's celebrate what my life is now with God. And if you haven't responded to that, being able to give yourself time to actually do that. Yeah. And those, and that happens within conversations and prayer and just times that we we, we mm -hmm. do that. And it's not going to happen all at once, transformation, nor our acknowledgement of all that could have been mm -hmm. and all that will be. Uh, that happens yeah. daily, weekly, um, as, we, as we live our lives. Growth Tip Time. Growth Tip Time. Yeah, if you guys have been a part of this community for a year, two years, three years, a day. Uh, well, first of all, welcome. And we 
we really do appreciate this community. And so I actually have a challenge for you guys today in our growth tip um, that I think is going to be really good. And mm. so, so you got me curious now. Perfect. What do you, <laughs> okay, what so, do you have for us? So here it is. I would like you guys to head to the BibleStoryPodcast.com and there's going to be a form there for you. What it is, is you'll fill this form out and it's just a simple way to respond and tell us, John and myself, how you would like to grow in your relationship with Jesus this year. It could be something really small. It could be something really big. It could be starting a relationship with God. We'll leave that up to you, but it's a way that you get to share it with us. And then we can encourage you and pray for you um, and, and just, you know, something about writing that down and sending it our way on that form online uh, allows you to kind of get it out there. Okay. So what we will do in return is we're going to yes. send you a letter of encouragement and we're going to send you some of the ideas that we have of how we would like to grow in this coming year uh, in our faith. So mm -hmm. you can look for that return email from us, which is why we want you to fill out the form. Because if, if everybody fills it out, uh, sends us a message on Instagram or yeah. some other means, it's really tricky to get everybody a response to everybody. So the form is the best way for that purpose. Yeah. And all of these responses will be anonymous. We're not going to be posting them or sharing them anywhere. Um, we just want to be able to partner with you in prayer and encouragement and send you some of our maybe tips on growth or resources that can help you get to the, to the place that you would like to be. And John and I are going to share our own because we believe, well, not just asking you guys to do stuff, but we want to be um, a part of it as well. So again, the question, what is one way you want to grow in your faith this year? Thank you all for tuning in to this episode of the Bible Story Podcast. We are so grateful to have you here with us, even though we are separate. Um, it's great, and I'm excited to start this year and see all of the growth that happens. Remember, there's nothing more important than a growing relationship with Jesus Christ. We love you guys. Have a great week.